on board the Viking ship as it is time for Purple Mafia. It is episode number nine. Today is the 26th, Tuesday the 26th of August in the year of our Lord, 2008. And we have a big show for you today. But first of all, we are here on thesportstuff.com. That's right, thesportstuff.com. That is the home site here for this show. And, well, I also want to thank you for downloading on iTunes as we are available there as well. And uh, possibly if you found us from some other RSS feed, welcome aboard. Great to have you. You know, and obviously we thank Dylan Richardson for making this all possible. And I mean all of it. iTunes, TSS, you know, thesportsup.com, that is, and all the RSS feeds out there. Now, we do, we did have a call-in line. It's still unavailable, so just bear with us. Things will get together soon. Um, also on the TSS boards, there is a little button where it says donate to TSS, and uh, I recommend doing that. I, I have done that once so far, so I recommend uh, anybody that really, really likes this site and wants to see things grow and get bigger, donate. It doesn't have to be too much, just something, you know, any little bit helps. Um, I'm not begging for money, obviously. It's not even my site, but, you know, I encourage anybody to help out. Now, with that, real quick, we're going to get into... The guest of the show today, of course, the not very exciting 12 to 10 uh, preseason game. You know, usually the third game of the preseason is a little more exciting, but of course, Vikings and Steelers is going to be a black and blue type of game, and it, that's what it was. Uh, just a lot of uh, so-so quarterbacking, so-so offense, lots of turnovers, good stuff, good stuff. But <laughs> you know, that's that's going to happen every time we play the Steelers. It's Pretty messy game, dating all the way back to those the Super Bowl years in the 70s, of course, that nasty uh, Super Bowl where Terry Bradshaw held the ball forever and uh, usurped everyone's dreams. Of course, I wasn't here for it, but some of you may have been. Now, just want to welcome you all on board the show. It's great to have you. Of course, we're going to talk about the game. Uh, we're also going to get into a little more of a player evaluation, a little more Latroy Guillen, or Guyan, excuse me. Uh, Derek Pope being released, Jamar Johnson, Andre Ellison, other players. Of course, some Steelers stuff. That's we're going to talk about some of those guys during the the game review, and uh, we're going to uh, talk about the poll we had last week and get into our newest one. So we're going to get right into the nitty gritty, and we'll be back right after this announcement. What's up, listeners? This is Farzine. I am the host of the Chiefs End Zone Show. Right here on thesportstuff.com where we cover the Kansas City Chiefs, give our opinions, and go deep inside with the Kansas City Chiefs right here only on thesportstuff.com. We encourage you Chiefs fans, you loud Chiefs fans out there to get on the show, voice your opinions, get on our boards, and talk with us. All listeners, including Bronco fans, are allowed in our show. So be sure you check out the Chiefs End Zone Show right here on thesportsstuff.com with me, your host, Farzine. And we are back here on Purple Mafia, your favorite Vikings show. It is great to be here. And, uh, well, it is time to review the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers game. Aren't you excited? Well, I was excited for the game, but I wasn't too excited watching it, I guess. <laughs> Just... Not the best game ever. Of course, the Vikings losing in the final seconds. Uh, field goal by Jeff Reed, who 
made four field goals today, or today, uh, during the game, that is. One from 35 yards, one from 43, one from 37, and of course 47, 47 to finish the game. Not the funnest deal for us, but hey, whatever. You know, it's a preseason game. Um, saw some stuff I liked, saw some stuff I didn't like. Uh, the Vikings defense, the rushing defense still, uh, you know, eh, you know. <laughs> As a Mendenhall for the Pittsburgh Steelers, who looks very good, actually. Very good, a very talented rookie for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Amassing 79 yards and a four, 5.3 yards per carry. But he did fumble twice. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, that doesn't bode too well for him, but, uh, hey, you know, well, he got more rushes than Willie Parker. Uh, you gotta think Willie Parker's still the guy, obviously he is, but, uh, Mendenhall should make things very interesting for him. As, uh, it's, he looks like a very talented guy with a nice future. Parker injured, of course, last year, and, um, you know, that's just the way things go. Uh, sorry, Steelers girl, that Moeldy Moore didn't get to play much. Only one rush, four yards. <laughs> I remember you wanted to ask how he would do against us in the game. They only gave him the ball once, so that's just how it goes, I guess. Um, Byron Lefkowitz, by the way, here's another Pittsburgh backup. Looked pretty darn good, surprisingly. Uh, with the, He completed 16 of 23 attempts, good for about 70%. 70 and about 130 yards. Um, Roethlisberger, not too shabby, not too great. You know, completed about 58% of his passes, 65 yards. Eh. Gus Ferrat, uh, impressive. He did throw an interception, unfortunately, but not a bad game at all. Completing 13 of 19 passes, uh, 133 yards. Yeah, sacked three times, though, unfortunately. That's going to happen. Um, the Steelers got four sacks, the Vikings getting three, so not too bad. I was uh, pretty pleased with Andre Allison. I am really liking his progress. He continues to improve. Uh, I'm a little disturbed with the number 84, as I'm sure a lot of other people are. Um, I know the Vikings didn't retire Randy Moss's number, and he probably wasn't here long enough to, to do that. But, uh, man, what a bummer that is that he wasn't. But <laughs> it looks kind of weird. Though, uh, young Andre's looking kind of good, and I'm pretty happy with him thus far in this preseason. Yeah, in this particular game, 56 yards, five catches, not bad. Uh, Shanko actually catching the ball. Not bad at all, He including a 25-yard catch. He did get two catches, 36 yards, but that 25-yard catch, pretty nice, pretty nifty indeed. Martin Nance still vying for the team. Uh, you know, it's a little two-catch, 25-bit. Uh, it's It just wasn't going to be a major passing type of game. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know. Not that the running did very good <laughs> either. Peterson did get a touchdown, but only 21 yards and 12 rushes, so that's going to happen. Uh, the Vikings, oh, man. The Vikings amassed, what, 32 yards on the ground in this game. Not very good in that sense. Uh, I, am, am I the only one not impressed with Maurice Hicks so far? I mean, I have not liked anything he's done in the preseason. He, uh, I'm not happy at all. Uh, I, I, I do like his uh, returning ability, but as a running back, he doesn't look too good at all. Another 1.7 average for him. Not this not going on. Of course, we know it's the Steelers, but he did this last week as well. I know it was the Ravens, but, <laughs> you know, you, you got to break through somewhere. you got to do something. Um, Albert Young, and uh, I apologize that that name has not been perfect, but you know what, folks? Albert Young is an undrafted free agent. 
and uh, I've had some uh, negative uh, responder. Not going to name his name because he doesn't deserve to be named. And uh, <laughs> I had him go off on me about me butchering Albert Young's name and uh, not knowing exactly where he's from, Iowa. Yeah, we're happy for you. Uh, I'm real sorry about that. But you know what? He is an undrafted free agent, and not everybody's going to know the 80th guy on the roster. So just thought I'd run that by you. I apologize. Again, I just was unaware of Albert Young. I apologize. He's one of those guys that slipped through my, my radar. All right? Now, <laughs> continuing. Um, nobody really stood out in the offensive game, in this uh, offensive side of the ball for the Minnesota Vikings in this game. As I said, Mendenhall looked pretty dang good, and along with uh, Byron Leftwich for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, yeah, the run defense giving up a little bit. As Yeah, as I said, Mendenhall, about 80 yards in this game. Uh, of course, two fumbles. Nothing spectacular in that sense. Uh, a player, though, who I've been impressed with here in the preseason. Now, it looks like they took away from him. Uh, Grigsby. Grigsby has had another sack. I don't know why they took it away from him. as It was pretty much plain as day that it was him that made the sack. Ray Edwards picking up one. Heron getting one. And Kevin Williams getting one. That guy is doing fantastic, as always. Kevin Williams, one of the best players in this team. Brandon Summerall knocking away a pass, looking really like that play. Liked it a lot. I hope he has a chance to make this team a little bit in the Star Tribune, had him on the bubble. So we'll see what happens there with that bit. But overall, yeah, this was a very, very boring game. Very, very boring game. As, uh, yeah, 12 to 10, very hard to watch. I got distracted watching the game half the time because it just was just kind of back and forth, a lot of punting. And, um, yeah, Steelers did not get a single touchdown. The Vikings, Adrian Peterson getting one early in the second quarter. That was good. It's a good sign for, for me and my fantasy team and all you other fantasy players out there that were lucky enough to have the number two overall pick, as he's the quintessential number two. Of course, LaDainian Tomlinson is still the number one for most people. Uh, Longwell nailing a 37-yarder. No surprise there, as he's one of the best kickers in the NFL, along with the veteran Jeff Reed, by the way. Uh, Reed on the Steelers. Willie Reed, the five foot ten Willie Reed, from, who was a third round pick from Florida State by the Steelers uh, did have a five catch 55 yard game not bad at all as him and Leftwich hooking up a little bit along with uh, him and Roethlisberger uh, yeah both teams only played two quarterbacks in this game John David Booty completing four or five passes you think hey cool 80% yeah 19 yards yeah they were all just a bunch of weak dump passes that's all it was. Uh, one of his the, the pass that he did not complete was pretty close to an interception. Not happy with that at all. Uh, John David Booty still the deer in the headlights. That's what he is. Bollinger not getting to play in this game though. That's got to tell you something. I got That must mean that Bollinger is about to be released. So maybe a team like Miami. Maybe well, I can't say he's going to go back to the Jets. No, probably not. Uh, Hey, Farzine, Kansas City might be picking him up. Hmm. No, I don't know. Nothing really nothing really in the grapevine yet about uh, Pollinger, but very unlikely to make the team, even though I think John David Booty is pitiful so far. 
We're just going to have to see what happens. Hopefully he can shake off some of this, uh, whatever it is, this rookieism. It's not looking good, folks, at all. I am not impressed with John David Booty one bit. Not one bit. Now, with that, there, I wish there was more to talk about in this game, but just nothing really spectacular about it. Very, uh, It was a sleepy game, I guess you could say, unless you really like punting. Lots of punting, because that's what happened in this game. And lots of field goals. Uh, with that, I'm going to take a quick break, and we're going to get into some more player evaluation, as that's pretty much going to be the focus of this show at this point. Here on the sportstuff.com, we're bursting in blue with Timberwolves Explosion. Timberwolves fans, your show has arrived at last as we bring in a new era with Al Jefferson, Kevin Love, and Mike Miller. We're available on the sportstuff.com and also available on iTunes. Download and listen to in-depth and detailed coverage of your favorite team. Show your true blue and join this explosion of Timberwolves basketball. Here on episode number nueve of Purple Mafia, episode number nine. Uh, the commercial you just heard, Timberwolves Explosion, my Timberwolves podcast. Lots of fun. Enjoyed it. Had a uh, nice long talk with uh, co-host slash guest Marcus the Forecaster. Uh, maybe we'll get him on this show. You can have a little bit of interaction, not not just me talking the whole time. You can have another another voice, another voice to be heard here on the airwaves. But, uh, yeah, with do check it out if you like. If you like basketball and the Wolves, do check it out. Now, really quickly, we are moving right along into some player evaluations. And, uh, yeah, the guy who continues to lead my player evaluation is Latroy Guyon, who I really like. And if you've listened to my shows, you've probably figured that out by now, but I'm going to continue to say that. Uh, when a defensive tackle, not a linebacker, but a defensive tackle is able to pick up four tack- four tackles in a game, <laughs> Forgive all the uh, pun or whatever, no pun intended. Is able to get four tackles in the game. That ain't bad at all. I am very excited to see that. As usually it's going to be linebackers. You're not going to really see that many all the time. But Latroy Guyon, very, very, very good in this game. Um, very excited. I hope he can make this team, uh, make this, uh, get, like, earn a decent role on this team. For some reason in the Star Tribune, they had him as on the bubble, not as a backup. So I'm not sure why they would say that, uh, other than there's a lot of depth at the defensive tackle position. Uh, Grigsby, of course, looking very good as well. I really am happy with him right now. Uh, Darren Sharper looking good, of course. He's one of the safeties, yeah. Well, but uh, Benny Sapp, another safety looking really good at five tackles in this particular game. Not looking bad at all. Um Greenway leading the Vikings in tackles overall. And, uh, yeah, that guy is continuing to grow and develop. As he is just a number uh, second-year guy. He would be a third-year guy, but we know what happened. He missed the entire rookie season with an ACL injury. Uh, another thing going on, though, Derek Pope, the veteran Derek Pope, kind of semi-veteran, I guess, uh, released by the Miami Dolphins at one point and then picked up by the Vikings and now released by the Vikings. Was unable to be on this team. A lot of people thought he would be a solid backup and a nice special teams guy. No, he has been released. Uh, the four guys released to get down to the 70-man limit. 
yesterday. Pope was the one notable. The other guys not really on the radar much, you know. So that's just how that goes. But yeah, he's released open spots for the youngsters. Aaron Henderson, one namely looking excellent. I'm really happy with Aaron Henderson, who is an undrafted free agent and the younger brother of future <laughs> perennial pro bowler E.J. Henderson, who I really enjoy watching very much, and I think he's going to be a fabulous linebacker for this team. But I think Aaron Henderson's going to stick around, folks. I think he's going to stick around. Uh, they have him listed as a bubble because there's just, you know, there's only so many spots on this team for anybody. But I think he's going to make it as he continues to look the part. He looks like an NFL player, and uh, I'm very, very happy with him. Now, also, something going on right now is that Jamar Johnson and Andre Allison are competing for the top spots, or the uh, the, the kick-returning spot in special teams, and it's both of them doing a pretty solid job thus far. It is the the punt-returning part in the kick-returning area, not kick-off-returning, uh, is that's going to be Mar- Maurice Hicks's job. But, yeah, Andre Allison and Jamar Johnson, the seventh-round pick, Jamar Johnson, uh, both of them looking pretty good. Obviously, Andre Allison to me right now is going to be a lot higher on the depth chart than Jamar Johnson. Uh, Jamar Johnson still has to make the team overall, so if he does, that would be his pretty much his main role. He wouldn't probably get much receiving. Uh, and of course, if Jamar Johnson means makes the team, that means Martin Nance most likely will not because there's only so many spots available. Uh, unless, well, that would pretty much be between Nance and, and Ferguson, I guess. Jamar Johnson, Nance, and Ferguson are kind of all fighting for a spot or two, depending on which direction the Vikings go, how many receivers. Andre Allison is going to make it for sure as the fourth receiver. There's no doubt about it. But he is a pretty talented guy in returning. I'm very happy with him overall, but uh, not the best numbers in the Steelers game as he – Caught two, or yeah, in two returns he was only a minus three, but, uh, uh, you know, that's going to happen. Uh, so far, Jamar Johnson, though, yeah, in returning three punts, is 51 yards. So I guess statistically Jamar Johnson is in the lead overall. But, yeah, that's how he's going to make the team right now. As Yeah, it's up to that. Otherwise, unless you want Martin Nance, who's, you know, a nice sleeper. I really like number 15 Martin Nance a lot. Andre Allison, though, yeah, he has caught everything he's been asked to catch. Here's a little uh, quote here by uh, Ferraro. The uh, His comment is, I know Andre Allison can do it. He's caught everything he's been asked to catch. We haven't given him a lot of opportunities from a blocking standpoint when he's been in there. Charles Gordon did it all through college at a high level at Kansas, so I know Chuck can give us those repetitions and we know what Bobby Wade and Bernard Berrien can do. So, yeah, it's pretty much still a lot of evaluation going on. Uh, you know, it's, yeah, it's like you're saying they have options. You know, there's multiple options the Vikings can have at the kick returning spot. Obviously, you know, Bobby Wade, well, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, Bobby Wade is a guy who can catch. Bernard Berrien they're not going to put in special teams, obviously. Bobby Wade, I do not want him as a kick returner again. He was horrible last year, very just not even close. Andre Ellison should probably be, you know, say if J. Mar Johnson does make it, Andre Ellison should be the number two option. Say if you know you want to switch it up a little bit, just switch it up. You know, you don't need to have the same guy all the time. Um, 
course, Maurice Hicks is going to get the kickoff job, as we know. That's just that's why he was signed. Uh, Miguel DeMore did a solid job of it last year, but now he's doing that for Pittsburgh. And how about this before I go into the uh, the final break and into the final segment where we talk about polls? Uh, this on Yahoo. Well, Jackson and Farad are going to sit out the prison preseason, the preseason finale. Now that would be a pretty stupid uh, abbreviation, huh? But all you cell phone li- uh, generation out there would probably start talking that way about the prison. I mean preseason. Now <laughs> this out of Eden Prairie, Minnesota, John Krasinski. That is one heck of a name. Man alive. How about Doug Mankiewicz is the, uh, the reporter, too, while we're at it. Now, anyhow, <laughs> Minnesota Vikings quarterbacks Tavares Jackson and Gus Farad will sit out the preseason finale at Dallas on Thursday night. That opens the door for coaches to settle on a third quarterback, either veteran Brooks Bollinger or Rick, rookie John David Booty. Coach Brad Childress says he has... Or he still has not decided who will start against the Cowboys. Each player will get a half with a chance to seal a spot on the roster behind Jackson and Farratt. Jackson has not played since injuring his knee against Baltimore two weeks ago, but he says he will be ready to start the regular season opener against Green Bay on September 8th. And we better darn hope so. We better darn hope so. I mean, I... <laughs> wow. I can't believe it. They're going to say yes, Farratt, too? Alrighty then. Um, so all you sleeper fans out there, uh, well, I guess they haven't forgotten about you. The only problem is Brooks Bollinger and John David Booty. Yeah, they're probably going to each get about five yards and complete about 20% of their passes in this game. Uh, Dallas's defense is not too shabby, historically. I don't think it's going to change, even though, you know, it's going to be a lot of backups. Well, Brooks Bollinger and John David Booty are pretty much backups as well, like pretty deep backups. Uh... Alrighty then. I mean, John David Booty is going to have to pretty much complete 40% of his passes to make the team. <laughs> because for some reason they like him more than Brooks Bollinger, even though, well, because he's a draft pick and he's a rookie. Uh, Bollinger, well, I think Bollinger will make it as a third stringer somewhere else. It's just they want to, you know, give John David Booty a chance to grow and learn, as uh, Brooks Bollinger needed that as well to become a backup. He kind of was okay at it, but not anymore. He's certainly not as good as Gus Farratt. I, again, pretty impressed with Gus Farratt in the previous game. Uh, he's going to at least be a solid back. Of course, the mobility not there at all. The arm strength is there, and the accuracy is there with Gus Farratt. Bollinger was impressive last year at the end of the preseason and made the team despite uh, some solid competition. But, um well, we thought it was solid. <laughs> Kelly Holcomb totally fell off the face of the earth. But, uh, yeah, that was the impression early on. Um, but, yeah, that's your quarterback situation for your Minnesota Vikings. Mm, fun stuff. Uh, <laughs> well, try to enjoy this game unless you, you know, try to enjoy this, this upcoming game. Uh, hopefully the two guys step up and play better than I'm expecting. But uh, with that, we're going to end this segment, and we'll be right back and talk about some poll results on the TSS, where we encourage you to get involved. Here on thesportstuff.com, we're toughing up on Brave the Wild with Paladino. Join me, Paladino, as we brave the Minnesota Wild Hockey Club on our way to the playoffs. 
We're available on thesportstuff.com and iTunes. The boogeyman, Derek Bugard, says you better listen or he just might drop the gloves. Call up your courage and brave the wild with your buddy, Paladino Joey. And we are back here on Purple Mafia. The previous bit you just heard, Brave the Wild, little hockey talk. Uh, that debuted earlier this week. Little Marion Gabrick talk, still not signed. Oh, goody. Check it out on TSS. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure you'll like that show as well, hockey fans. Now, this poll on thesportstuff.com boards. Click on, you know, when you have a screen name, as I obviously encourage you to get one on thesportstuff.com, there is a TSS boards button in the upper right-hand corner. Click on that, sign up. And uh, I want to welcome... Homie G, as uh, he came from MySpace, from he's a New Yorker, and he has joined thesportstuff.com. So thank you very much, as he uh, put me as a referral. That's great. I have five referrals so far. <laughs> so encouraged to get more and more and more. Uh, yeah. When you do sign up, when it asks for a referral, type in Paladino Live. That is Paladino Live. Two, two words. I do not make money for referrals, but I would like to uh, at least know how many people are coming in because, uh, you know, I I uh, referred you to the website. as uh, I would love to have as many of you as possible on this website. We need more Viking fans, baby. As uh, There's a lot of fans here, a lot of uh, diversity. You will enjoy it very much. A lot of different sports, video game talk, all that good stuff. Now, and of course, these message boards and the poll results where you type the sports stuff, or you get to the sportsstuff.com boards, then there's the podcasts section and the Purple Mafia section, and that is where you are going to see our show polls. Now, last week, I last week's poll was, poll question was, what will the Vikings record be this year? Uh, there was 12 and 4 or better, 11 and 5, 10 and 6, 9 and 7, 8 and 8, or 7 and 9 or worse. Uh, 44% of you said 11 and 5. Thank you very much. That's what I picked as well. As I see the Vikings going 11 and 5 and a division title. 44% also picked 10 and 6. Not a bad evaluation and then 11% went with 9 and 7. Um, nothing super negative about that. You know, it's that's what the Vikings have been many many times over. Every time the Vikings are supposed to be good, they end up being 9 and 7 <laughs> or 10 and 6. So, we'll see what happens. Now there's a little, couple of little comments here. Lil Heinz Ward, all, his name is Max, and also the host of The Steel Pit, which is the number one rated show on thesportstuff.com. He has had a mammoth following. You Steelers fans out there definitely have <laughs> helped him out a lot, and uh, he is doing a great job. It is a nice bit. Now, anyhow... His comment is, I think 10-6, and six, I really like the Vikings on both sides of the ball and really think they can make some noise this year. I agree, Max. I agree, as they are good on both sides of the ball now. The running game is phenomenal. DeForest Jackson is starting to look like a quarterback. And uh, Bernard Berry and Sidney Rice, yeah, I, I, I like that duo. Of course, Bobby Wade is okay. Yeah. Uh, Andre Allison I like a lot. But, yeah, there's a lot more depth on the offense. Now, Farzine, also the host of the Chiefs' end zone show, he is a very has a very high-rated show as well. 
very high. And he also joins my positivity with 11 and 5. His comment is, this team's 11 and 5. This team has a veteran and rising receiver, a top-notch defense, and the best running back that will help them win 11 games and possibly get a two or three seed in the NFC. So, yeah, I agree. Well, maybe not the two seed, but uh, the reason why I'd say two seed, so, yeah, I, I guess so, because there really isn't very great competition right now. Uh, the New York Giants, of course, in desperate need now with their major injuries. <laughs> and... Um, they're trying to get Michael Strahan out of retirement. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna miss the playoffs this year. So yeah, he's got a quote, a good. He's got a good point there. Dallas Cowboys should be, you know, the top two or so. Any uh, New Orleans Saints, I think, will be right back in that mix again, and the Vikings. So yeah, at least the third seed. I I hope. I hope they can at least get that third seed. We'll see what happens. Uh, Mavs fan, moderator of Darren's blog and the Dallas Mavericks board and also a very strong supporter of this show. I appreciate it. His comment also, I went with 11-5. and five. Jackson is still young as well as Peterson, but I think they will be able to get it done and finish 11-5 and five with the second-best record in the NFC behind Dallas. Some serious positivity there, and, uh, yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Puppet Master, host of what's going to be Motown Madness, Detroit Pistons show. Cool, cool. Great to hear from you. And uh, his comment is, I have them going 9-7, and seven, so there you go. I really think that T-Jack will just choke this year, causing them to go with the inexperienced John David Booty, JDB. Uh, huh. I don't know. If John David Booty starts, I think the Vikings are, are dead. <laughs> I think they are dead. I would be going 7-9 or worse at that point. Um. All right. I mean, we'll see what happens. Maybe you think John David Booty's going to be better than me. Um, not impressed with him at all. I think the Vikings would be five and eleven if John David Booty's starting, even with all the other talented players. Honest to God, I hate to say it. I forgive me if you think I'm negative, but I can't see it, man. On the uh, John David Booty right now, unfortunately. Um, Chief Hawk, moderator, Kansas City Chiefs board a strong supporter of the Kansas City Chiefs show and great to hear from him 10 and 6 for me he says acquiring Jared Allen in the offseason will make their defense that much better especially with the secondary with the Vikings able to get a better pass rush on the quarterback but on the flip side I don't think T-Jack will play good enough to get them far in the playoffs fair point very fair point you don't know you just don't know with T-Jack. He has absolutely zero playoff experience. Um, he might look good in the preseason. Heck, I thought he looked solid in the preseason last year. And he was, you know, in the regular season. Very hard to say. Um, very hard to say. That is the end of the comments. And I thank each and every one of you, Chief Hawk, Puppet Master, Mavs Fan, Farzine, and Little Heinz Ward. Um, of course, Darren and Max, those those guys, the, the Mavs Fan and Little Heinz Ward. Thank you very much for getting involved, and I want you listeners, some of you new listeners possibly from MySpace, get involved, sign up, join the boards, join in, comment. You could hear your name on the air. (laughs) 
So, <laughs> I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with that. Heck, I've always enjoyed that. So, <laughs> I had to. Now, I just want to thank all of you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the bit, as we'll be back very soon. Uh, enjoy the uh, John David Booty and Brooks Bollinger show on Thursday. Uh, I'm a little skeptical going in. I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. it's the fourth preseason game, though. What do you do? I mean, I'm going to watch it mainly for player evaluation, not wins and losses, because, yeah, I <laughs> if we win that game, all right, maybe Dallas about Dallas played, uh, maybe maybe Jerry Jones got to play a few snaps or something, or uh, maybe Wade Phillips went in there for for a couple too, but <laughs> that, that'd be about it uh, at this point with those two guys starting a quarterback. <laughs> sorry, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I can't help it. Forgive my negativity. Again, just thank all of you for listening and downloading. Get involved. Tell a friend about the show. And you know what? I need your support on iTunes as well. Uh, if you have a screen name on iTunes, like an account, whatever, put a positive. If, if you like the show, put a positive comment on there. I'd like to get more and more and more and more up there for more support so people will know the show is as good as it is, baby. It is a good show, and it's going to get better. So please do put a positive comment and rating up there if you do indeed like the show. And uh, just want to wish you all the best, and we will be back soon for episode number 10. See you soon.